This is an emergency now. It's nothing to do with process. They're just trying to save lives. Tens of thousands are trying to get through. At the front, they're being crushed. Paratroopers pulling people from the mayhem. Medics rushing from the next casualty to the next and the next. Right. Dehydrated and terrified. The soldiers spray the crowd with a hose, anything to cool them down. Men, women, and lots and lots of children. everyone welcome to the wayne dupree show i am brian smith and this is leah bella and we mm -hmm. are channeling wayne once again as he spent the weekend with his daughters getting them off to college yeah uh, and it wasn't just like packing their bags and saying that, see you guys have a different great trip states back literally and forth. driving everywhere trying to get it done it was a rough weekend right so we've given and he had a drive in hurricane henry too yeah so we've we've given him permission to take the day off buddy thank yeah. you you're welcome <laughs> so i know that the very first clip of the show uh, i know there's gonna be a tough tough show to do once again as we talked last week in detail about the taliban and about afghanistan and the insanity that uh continues to ensue uh, with this administration uh, some new things that kind of come to light about that over the weekend uh, that we're just going to touch on. Uh, yeah. This wasn't part of the show notes, but this is kind of breaking news today. We are definitely going to touch on the Pfizer vaccine, which has mm -hmm. garnered 100% uh, greenlit approval by the FDA. God With bless you. 43% efficiency, but we'll talk about that later. Right. <laughs> and some, some other odds the when it comes to the, to the news yeah. here in a bound. Um, I also spent uh, my uh, my pastor yesterday uh, on Sunday had a pretty phenomenal church service talking about Afghanistan, talking about the vaccine. Uh, I reached out and talked to him today about that, and he sent me a little little note to uh, mm -hmm. present to my employer. I I'll read that to y'all. And uh, oh, if you follow me on yeah, if you follow me on the Telegrams, I posted in the Telegram group. I believe the Telegram group is Smith TV. SMYTH TV. So I drop a lot of the breaking news articles and little tidbits like this that you can use for Good. your employment. Yeah. I would enjoy to hear that. That's great. Uh, breaking news a poll shows that Biden's approval ratings are sliding to new lows, Brian. That has to be so <laughs> embarrassing for the administration, but we all called it here on the show. If you are an avid watcher of the show, you would know that we've said that the poll numbers were never good. The internal polls were never good. It's finally coming out now. It shows that half Americans, which I think is, I still think this is bogus. We don't really believe in polls anyways, but I still think this is slightly bogus. Uh, they say that 50% of Americans support what Joe's doing and 50% of Americans don't. It, it, okay. The 50% that support what he's doing. What part of what he's doing do they support? <laughs> I don't know. I guess his job as president, they said, that they support him 50%. The other half does not support him. Uh, they also show that uh, they're disappointed with his way that he's handling COVID, his withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, it didn't bring up anything, though, about the fact that he's failed at the southern border which i think that's going to be one of his biggest mistakes as well don't you yeah i do and i thank you for always bringing that up um not not that it's something that we forget but it's mm -hmm. something that that the news cycle is so much so that it's easy to kind of overlook what's going on in the southern border um facebook i, I want to say thank you facebook you know how they do that um your your memories past yeah uh, check, mm -hmm. check this out brian Six years ago, Brian, you posted this. And I was like, well, thank you, Facebook. 
Three hundred out of all the illegals that cross the border, three hundred thousand children are born in America every year because wow. of from the illegals that cross the border. So isn't that a shame? Thank you, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's absolutely falling apart. In fact, during a presser over the weekend, uh, Biden was asked the question about pretty much his competency, how America's looking at him. And he laughed at them, Brian. It's, is that the one that says Biden laughs? Yes. <laughs> hey, check this out, folks. A question on the public response. A new poll out today shows Americans wanted to withdraw from Afghanistan, but they disapprove of the way you've handled it. Poll also found that based in part on what's transpired in the last week, a majority of Americans, and forgive me, I'm just the messenger, no longer consider you to be competent, focused, or effective in the job. I haven't seen that poll. It's out there um, from CBS this morning. Um, (laughs) What would you say? I, I didn't see that one. Yeah, there was actually more to it. He actually laughs and says, oh, no, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me that it's mainstream media, CBS, and he's saying he doesn't see it. I mean, really? Uh, If perception is reality, I didn't see it. Perception is reality. You're right about that. It's almost like Obama when he said, uh, oh, yeah, Yeah, I heard about that. I read that in the newspaper. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's an article about your administration jacking things up. And you first time you heard about it in the media. Yeah. Isn't it sad? I mean, <laughs> what I saw over the weekend at the presser was disgusting. He wouldn't answer any questions. He walked away whenever he wasn't supposed to. He he kind of jumped around at pretty much he didn't answer any questions, Brian. I don't know if you saw what I saw, but he pretty he said, "Well, it's going to be hard and painful." You know, he pretty much told us do you think, let me ask you a question, Brian. Do you think they're going to really hit this August 31st deadline? No. Of getting all of our Americans out? No. I mean, you were in the military. You would know. Well, logistic, logistics-wise, uh, the Air Force, you can make anything happen. You truly can. But the problem that we've got right now is that uh, on the ground and getting there and being there and organizing all this, it mm-hmm. is a complete cluster, if you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. um, as we used to say, is snafu, situation normal, all effed up. Uh, this mm-hmm. is this is so bad that you got to straighten that out before you can get things organized, rolling, and then logistically make it happen. If right. you if you started out in a good place, yeah, no problem. So it goes back to the fact that it's not that you pulled out of Afghanistan. It's how you did it. And I think Joe keeps missing that point. And I do. I I agree with you. I think the August 31st deadline is a joke. The Pentagon press secretary, I don't know if you had a chance to watch, about an hour ago had a briefing. John Kirby did. And it's clear, Brian, that he is trying to protect and cover for Joe. See why and that in itself is a ki- is a crisis. I mean, that in itself is a crisis. Right. When something is really, really, really bad, I mean, obviously he's trying to protect his job, trying to protect the situation in hand. There's probably mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Well, I know there's a lot of stuff that he is probably so uncomfortable with right now. And it's mm-hmm. such a nightmare over there right now that, that he's doing everything to just kind of, okay, we need to buy some time. Because that's what they need right now. They need time. They do need time. But they also need people in there that are competent of doing these things. And I don't think that these generals are. Obviously, Joe Biden's not a leader. Asked today in the press briefing uh, with the Pentagon, Kirby and friends, most of their answers, because I was looking for answers to bring to the show and to talk about, right? No, we got, we aren't prepared to answer that right now, or we don't have those numbers. I can't get a clear picture of any numbers at all. It is a catastrophic failure. Right. And when we see some of the video that's come out and we talked about the played the one video last week of Mm -hmm. a former military member who says in in his opinion and in his research that they've done, that there's upwards close to 80,000, 90,000 civilians, including. I know uh, Woody brought that up, that there was just not. And and it's true. True. It's more than just American uh, civilians that are at stake. Mm -hmm. Um, I just found this video, and I think it fits real well here. CNN, 
crazy as it is, uh, reporting real news and real stuff. And folks, this is a little bit painful, but they played it on CNN. And and I've got to play it because it's just not Americans that need to be rescued. It's not just not Christians. So you were discretion advised, would we say? Or no? Yeah, it's it's not. It's it, it's just a, a tear jerk. Okay. It's, it's it okay. pulls at your heartstrings. Uh, they they had a call in an interview, uh, nothing graphic, but it it, it tells this whole you. Thing, I think our audience are ready because this whole thing pulls at our heartstrings, doesn't it? I mean, this is heartbreaking to see. So I, I mean, we we literally had an enormous prayer yesterday. Uh, in the middle of church, stopped service and literally just prayed for Afghanistan and the people over there. I mean, I mean that's really uh, where where it's come to right now. But uh, this is the CNN uh, somehow got a caller uh, from Afghanistan um, begging America for help. Only once to use his first name, Abdul, to protect his safety. He worked for five years as an interpreter for U.S. Special Forces. He's a visa applicant stranded inside Afghanistan right now, and he's frightened, leaving this voicemail with my next guest just this morning. <laughs> Why have the American soldiers forgetting about us after everything we did? <laughs> The sacrifices we made. Why are we leaving us behind? <laughs> I don't want to be killed by the Taliban. They're gonna cut our heads off if they find my location. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Somehow I got the phone number to the news outlet and, and, and left a voicemail. Um, <laughs> It's beyond egregious. Not only that, but England and some of the other, or some of our other allies over the weekend, uh, just hammering home and talking about all kinds of, uh, I guess you would say, legal uh, avenues to punish this Biden administration for what they did. They have to. I, I Someone in the chat just said that they need impeached. Both of them need impeached. Joe was in the room. Kamala bragged that she was the last person in the room. Now she's in Vietnam for some reason, which is terrible optics after everything that went on there. I mean, I just don't understand this administration. I don't think this is parallel universes. I don't even know if they're in the same world as we are, because after hearing that call, that's disgusting. That is gut wrenching to hear someone beg for their life after they've helped America. And what does that tell our allies? If we can push these people away after what they've done for us, can you imagine how our allies feel? No one's going to trust us. We're a laughing stock right now on the stage. I mean, we really are. hundred percent. And as we uh, uh, talk more about this, just want to bring this up real quick before we forget our mm -hmm. sponsor today. Uh, incredible. Oh, yeah. And you guys have been doing a phenomenal job uh, going there, purchasing products and really uh, being a great patron to my pillow phenomenal mm -hmm. uh the mattress topper we all three have the mattress topper if you've got a mattress and you're not ready to replace it but it it sucks <laughs> and that's, <laughs> a technical, that's a technical term by the way yeah <laughs> uh, get the get the mattress topper and literally revive your bed 100 now listen it the mattress topper has a zippered cover so that way you can remove it and change it. Uh, and it also helps regulate your body temperature. And, you know, I didn't know that. And I was wondering why I stayed cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Now I realize, Brian, the zippered cover actually regulates your body temperature throughout the night. There's also a transitional foam and a support foam. So one foam for temperature regulation and the other foam for pressure point relief. And then another foam for support. I mean, that's a lot of... That is a lot of support. That's a lot of fancy technology going on there for a mattress topper. Super that impressive. Yeah, that explains why I feel so good on it. <laughs> yes, and I want to just show something real quick. My little oh. candy pup, she got her dog bed over the weekend. It came in. I was actually really impressed, Brian, at how fast the shipping was. Uh, they're great. So that way, if you've got, uh, you know, people that you need to get shipped to for their birthdays, things like that, you can. Here she is on her proud dog bed. Doesn't she look so cute? <laughs> and there's her new dog awesome. bed. Yeah, she absolutely loves it. Look, look, look. She's actually smiling in that one. So that's, that's the awesome. That's the large dog bed in tan. Uh, if you want to get that with the paw prints on it, she was so happy. 
Uh, in fact, she just she didn't get off of it for day for days. Like she's been <laughs> on it for for two and a half days now. But she is the the queen of the bed. So there you go. She got a little tongue out. Look at her. The mop, yeah, always got to yeah. have that tongue out. And there's other things you get there at my pillows too, as well, folks. Uh, the go anywhere pillows. Uh, they got them in all different. Uh, colors and styles and whatnot the american flag is my favorite mm -hmm. and then the giza dream sheets oh, as well my favorite. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 just put those on i got the top the uh it's like a stone color i just got that color and they're on my bed now and i love them they're my favorite you gotta get them so yeah get I, I didn't understand it i didn't understand it but uh as soon as we got it and as soon as we use it i mean it's just phenomenal absolutely yeah. phenomenal um and Little little shout out to to Donna Lee, Donna, okay. just joined the Telegram group. Good to see oh, you. <laughs> all right, Donna. So I also in the Telegram group, I also drop a link uh, whenever the shows are live. But if you never want to miss a show, never want to miss an article, you absolutely must get the app, yeah. uh, the Wayne Dupree app. Go to your app store. I don't see the link. For the no, yeah, you can go to your app store. Just type in yeah. the Wayne Dupree show. It auto populates, uh, and it'll get there as well. Are you? Okay, there you that. go. Uh, and, and you can watch us from there as well. You can also read articles on WayneDupree.com. Uh, there's some great articles on there. That's how I actually got to know Wayne. He was the only source that I would go to for my news. Trusted. Yeah, yeah for truly only trusted. one. And, and I was starting to get addicted to it because I wouldn't even watch Fox. I would just go to Wayne. I'd go to his link, WayneDupree.com. And I would wake up at first thing in the morning, go right to it. Uh, and and I would legit have the answers that I was looking for. And then that's how I kind of got to know Wayne. So. Yeah, and you can always get the um, notifications when, when mm -hmm. articles are posted, when shows are live, when, when everything's going on. It's all one-stop shop. It's a very small, when I say small, it's, it's a powerful app, but it doesn't take up space on your phone to cause right. issues. Yeah, exactly. And you know, Maybe Joe Biden should start reading WayneDupree.com because Joe Biden lied three times to the press and no one can understand if it's because he's not being briefed or if it's just because he's a liar. You ready? Oh, man. What we're seeing right now seems to be, I mean, it's been catastrophic, I would say, for the last week. And it's striking to me that when you talk to Jake Sullivan, when you listen to President Biden, they are in effect saying, yeah. This is this went the way that we thought it would go, which this I find why should have gotten extraordinary, out. extraordinary thing. And, and look, yeah. President Biden, in his remarks on, on Friday, said three things that were demonstrably, provably untrue. Al Qaeda is gone yeah. from Afghanistan. That's not true. We haven't been criticized by our allies. That's not true. Americans can make it to the airport without being harassed. That's not true. I mean, he seems to have lost touch with reality. And, and that's a huge problem. We've got video on social media, just in general, with your eyes, you can see that it's a complete total lie. It's an absolute breakdown across the board, a complete and utter catastrophic breakdown with this administration um, that, that our allies were blasting Biden all weekend. All weekend. I mean, that nobody can get to the airport. The airport is surrounded by the Taliban. It's this is the worst fail of an American president ever in the history of American presidents. Prove me wrong. Not you, but I'm just saying any Democrat that wants to try, prove me wrong. I mean, there's a woman out there on Twitter um, that she goes and she tries to spin everything for Joe. And she's and, and her account's actually really laughable. I need to I probably should share it, but I won't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's so embarrassing that she does it. But everything that she says, she's starting to suffer with now. Because at some point, Brian, you've got to stop covering for him. I don't think they realized that he was going to downgrade this quickly. I don't know if the vaccine shot caused his dementia to get worse. I don't know. But, I mean, he has just fallen off the cliff in free fall. And he is ready to hit the bottom. And you know what happens when you hit the bottom off a cliff. I mean, it is no good. And then you've, you've got Kamala where I don't even think she wants the presidency. I, you know, she's got to be so nervous about the situation she's got herself into. When, when you say uh, in over your head, it's beyond in over your head. There's just no question about it. And as you're talking about uh, Joe Biden's decline, mm -hmm. honest to God, folks, go back and look at some of the video. Matter of fact, we played a video last week of Biden and it said, um, 
former Vice President Biden during the campaign trail. So you knew he was being interviewed, and it was when he was campaigning, uh, yeah. the one day or whatever. Yeah, the uh, one day. He I, he was he combative, you know. Mm -hmm. He was he was mm -hmm. he was active. He he was talking. He wasn't on a Alert. teleprompter. Right. Listen, listen to me. He was talking. He was, <laughs> he was engaging. Uh, now, I, now, there's nothing. He actually walked away out of the press briefer. Did you see that? I mean, that was shocking. I don't know if you've seen that audience, but someone's like, "Hey, what are we gonna do if ISIS tries to attack our soil?" All right, check it out. Thanks. Mr. President, what about ISIS and the threat that Americans face now? They're going, come on, little Joey. Come on. Come on. Shut that door. Shut, yeah, that, shut door. that door. Safety. Before you can see his pants and his diaper. I mean, this is sad. I'm not even making fun of him. This is this is the truth, you guys. It's a you hard know, truth to hear. Yeah. You know, I, I've been around a lot of different politicians that were running for office and those that have been elected to office. I, I've helped out with security, um, with different conferences and things like that. And I, I've, I've seen the back end. And a lot of yeah. times. Yeah, you have. You know. A lot of times people sit around and we'll talk and chit chat. And, and it's really, really interesting. The conversations that you, you have with the staffers, with people involved as, as maybe Matt Gates is up on stage talking, which I had conversations with his guys too. Interesting. Uh, but to be one of those staffers right now for Joe Biden, I mean, you're sitting down at night having a drink. What are you talking about? I mean, you can't. I mean, it is weekend at Bernie's. It truly is. They are propping this man up. Chris Wallace actually had to ask Secretary of State Blinken if Joe even knows what's going on. And the answer was really telling. I think that, that was the most alarming thing I've heard so far yet. Which video is that? Is that the one no. that Biden can't lead? Or is there a video clip for that? I think it just says Chris Wallace. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Here's another statement that the president made that was flat wrong. Take a look. I have seen no question of our credibility from our allies around the world. I've got the exact opposite thing is we're acting with dispatch. We're acting, committing to what we said we would do. But Armin Laschet, the likely successor to German Chancellor Merkel, said this is the biggest debacle that NATO has seen since its foundation. And here is the chairman of the British Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee. To see their commander in chief call into question the courage of men I fought with, to claim that they ran, it's shameful. Those who have never fought for the colors they fly should be careful about criticizing those who have. Mr. Secretary, does the president not know what's going on? This is an incredibly emotional time uh, for, for many of us, uh, and including allies and partners who've been shoulder to shoulder with us in Afghanistan for 20 years uh, at high cost to themselves as well as to us. They stood with us after 9-11 invoked Article 5 of NATO for the first time. An attack on one is an attack on all. And we've been there together. But I've got to tell you this, Chris, from the get-go, uh, I spent more time with our NATO partners in Brussels virtually uh, from before the president made his decision to when he made his decision to every time since. We've been working very, very closely together. We've gotten the G7 together, NATO together, the UN Security Council together. We had 113 sure. countries, thanks to our diplomacy, uh, sure. put out a, a clear understanding uh, of the Taliban's requirements to let people sir, leave sir, the country. Sir, respectfully, that, that, look, I'm not, I'm not questioning whether or not the allies have a right to complain. I'm not questioning whether or not al-Qaeda has a presence. The president said al-Qaeda al is gone. It's not gone. The president said he's not heard any criticism from the allies. There's been a lot of criticism from the allies. Words matter, and the words of the president matter most. Joe. He literally, Blinken literally said, Wallace said, does Joe know what's going on? Blinken answers, this is an incredibly emotional time for all of us. He does not <laughs> want to answer that question. My opinion on why, I had a family member said, why didn't he answer that question? Why not just say yes? And I think Blinken has heard talk that 
possibly Joe might have to step down because he's completely incompetent and you don't want your secretary of state coming out and saying, yeah, Joe's completely competent. He knows everything. You Could see you what I'm imagine? saying? Could you imagine what that would make you look like? Right. Yeah. If you just so I think vouch for his uh, cognitive abilities yes. and then you realize 25th exactly. Amendment really has to be invoked. And that's why I think he won't answer it. I think that he feels as though he could be tagged on that. Right. And again, uh, folks, you got to remember when we talk about our allies being PO'd, I mean, to the hilt, it's because they've got people over there. They've got their yeah. own citizens over there that, that they got to get out. Is it this? Yeah. And the French say, military, they happens. don't even know how to fight and they're over there getting their people. This is what happens when everybody, and I'm just, you know, whatever, you might get mad at me for saying it. But this is what happens when everybody depends on one country. We need to stop being that one. Seriously. No, I, I 100% agree with you. I don't under, I've, I've never understood that and I don't think I ever will. Um, Biden's lying, though. He says that uh, ISIS is wasn't going to be a problem. Do you remember him saying that over the weekend? Yeah. And now we're hearing uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said Saturday or on Sunday that the threat of ISIS again is real. And that they're called ISIS-K. I hope I'm saying that right. It's ISIS-K. Uh, yeah, they're a self-proclaimed branch of the Islamic State. And they're going. they're around the airport and the surroundings now. They're saying that the threat is real. It's acute. It's persistent. What? Here we are. Two weeks before 9-11. And here we are. ISIS has formed again. Just a reminder. So no, nobody forgets. The founding fathers of ISIS. Barack Obama, Obama. Hillary Clinton, and the ghost of John McCain. However, Joe Biden was VP at the time. I'm just saying, he's a part of the whole thing that actually created ISIS as we witnessed. And I hope, hope to God none of you got to see it, but we witnessed uh, reporters being decapitated, people being decapitated. I mean, people were losing it. Trump even ran his campaign. People were over there losing their heads. For real. It, yeah, I, I mean, this is a huge... Look, I know everybody keeps saying it, but I don't think we understand how huge of a stain this is on the... Uh, Biden administration. And if he thinks this is going to go away and kicked under the rug for the 2022 uh, midterms, he's dead wrong because we have the videos you heard. You just played a video of a man crying saying, why did America do this to me? Just insert Joe Biden's name in there. You don't have to say America. We didn't do it. Joe Biden did it. If you are a Democrat or if you know a Democrat, don't attack them. Don't attack them. But, but try and reason with them on a new level. On a level of, you got to understand your party is not there. Your party yeah, is yeah. a completely gone, different thing than you ever thought you ever signed up for. And and I'm, I'm here's the olive branch. You got if you love America, you got to come over somewhere. Come to Independent and and check yeah. out the conservative movement on the the, the right. It calls radicals far right, whatever you want to call me. Uh, mm -hmm. I love my country. I love well, I love God first, and then I love my family, and I love my country, and mm -hmm. and and I love my freedoms. Then if you can get in line with either one of those things, you, you gotta come over to this side. You you can't be a Democrat and love God, love your family, and love your country. You you just can't. And we're not getting any answers. I feel like our show on Thursday has literally, we have had no answers since Thursday. No. Joe went on vacation. He comes on, he does a presser, he does a briefing. There's no answers in that briefing. I don't know about you audience, but I felt like through the two briefings that he gave us, and then he came on and talked about Hurricane Henry, and then went in and touched a little bit on Afghanistan. The answers that he's giving are false. Because now we have cell phones and we have people on the ground in Afghanistan that are able to talk to people. I hear that veterans have somehow formed some type of uh, tracking to be able to help out their, uh, you know, SIVs and people that are on the ground that Joe Biden didn't think of. It's our veterans that thought of the ones that he put his nose up to the ones that he wouldn't do a flyover for. It's, uh, it's these yeah. troops that he wants to shoot up with the vaccine that are saving him right now. That's the troops that are saving Joe Biden's butt right now. And he could care less.
Right. And the problem is, everybody keeps asking, who's running the show? Who's running the show? I will bet you a million dollars I would put all my chips on Susan Rice. I know she's behind it. Oh, Guaranteed. damn. Oh, I'm Guaranteed. So, that's scary. It's she's so behind scary. It. And you know, you know what shows me, Brian, that she's behind it? He asked to talk to Obama on the day that this whole debacle happened with Afghanistan, and they told him no. There's only one way that they would tell him no, and that is through Susan Rice, right. because she does not want this on Obama whatsoever. You take a look at his Facebook or his Twitter. There's nothing on there. He hasn't set a peep, and hit Susan Rice is that barrier. I am telling you, Susan Rice is running this show. We have finally figured it out. Yeah, well, she is and was that buffer for Obama during his administration. I mean, just to back up what She's you're saying, the proof is there that she has a, a historical track record of doing these things. And mm-hmm. so I could definitely see Obama not wanting to. This no. has become the third rail, the lightning rail. Don't touch it. Walk away from it. Kamala Harris walking away from it. I know mm-hmm. there's no actual uh, empirical proof that she said she wanted nothing to do with it. But in my personal opinion, yeah, you can I'll see she wanted nothing to do with this. <laughs> She's not saying anything. Uh, if you notice her body language at his briefing, her arms were crossed, looking down. They had memes out there just zooming on on her face, how frustrated she looked. Mm. I'm sure her and Susan Rice, I'm just, this is my opinion, I'm assuming. But if Susan Rice is running the show, I can't imagine that Kamala is happy with how this has turned out either for her. I mean, the whole administration needs to go and these generals need to step down. They right. do. So Biden can't lead, or obviously he's not leading. Right. As uh, got a clip for you. Earlier this week, you said you had grave concerns about President Biden's capacity to lead. What specifically did you mean by that? What I meant by that, Major, is the way uh, not only uh, how his decision was made to withdraw, but then its execution, uh, which has been so far catastrophic. Uh, you know, we've got desperate people, American citizens, other Afghans we've helped, you name it, uh, doing anything they can to, to get out of Kabul. And we will all remember that those horrible images of um, uh, Afghans who had clung to a wheel well on a C-17 uh, dropping out of the sky to their deaths. So uh, the execute the decision and the execution, and the execution in particular, does not speak to competency. Do you know why that plane right there is shooting flames? The flares. Out? Yeah. Do you know why they're doing the flares? Yeah. Do you know why they had to do that right there? Yeah? Go ahead. If you want to tell them, I'll Go tell ahead. them. It's because there was a missile locked in on them to get ready to shoot them out of the sky. That's how bad this is. They're, you know who's military? machinery that is that's ours they're using our missiles against our planes shelly says here i have a friend who served in afghanistan is having a very hard time mentally with all of this it is so bad for those i mean i was the generation who's uh we were i think seniors in high school when 9-11 happened or just had graduated a lot of my guy friends went off to afghanistan and i can tell you they're not stomaching this very well now you see it on on social media as well a lot of the veterans that have come back or have done multiple tours and come back, how they're taken to social media and voicing their opinion of how reckless, how uh, destructive, how angry, how frustrated, all these things. And when we talk about it and we, we talked about this, I mean, we're talking about trillions of dollars, trillions mm-hmm. of dollars in 20 trillions. years, two decades. And, and, and all the lives that were lost, the lives of the Afghanis that were lost, the lives that Americans that were lost, whether it be by accident or it be by hostile fire, what, whatever the case may be, the, the blood that was spilt has now been completely erased and irrelevant in it, just a few short weeks. And it's so sad to see our veterans have to watch this go down and then look into Joe's eyes during a press conference over the weekend when he says that he believes he's done everything right. It's... He's done everything right, Brian. I, with right. this whole Afghan mission. Oh, he that oh. is how that's how oblivious he is. Unless this is what he wanted. Well, I mean, he he did it before the 2022 midterms, which would make sense. I, it's it's going to be an absolute disaster for Democrats. I know I'm I'm currently running for city council 
And I make no bones about it. Was out this weekend talking with some of the folks and have a big, we have a big shindig coming up this Friday night. I'm going to be talking with a lot of folks there as well. And um, thinking about the speech, what I'm going to say, how it's going to come out. And I thought about it today. I just, I just want to get up there and just look around. Y'all, we're in trouble. Huge trouble. Huge trouble. Like, and literally, we, that's the speech right there. It's just yeah. there. You yeah, need to do it makes something. Sense. You need to do something different because insanity is making the same decision, expecting a different result. You keep voting for a Democrat. You're not getting a different. You're not getting a better result. You're getting a more worse result over and over. And we need to hold the Republicans. We need to hold the uh, the fire to their feet and make oh, sure that they stay in line. About. That's what I want to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. So here's the thing. This is what has me disgusted. What have the Republicans, what has the GOP done since everybody's been in Afghanistan? <sighs> What have they done? Because if this was the Democrats, they would have already held a prayer vigil for everyone that's over in Afghanistan. And they would have sung Imagine in black and white with all of Hollywood and then passed it out to everybody. They, this is the things that they would have done. What has the GOP done? And to be honest with you, I don't think a prayer vigil is a bad thing to ask for. Why can't the GOP get together? You have, I always use her as an example and I always will. She's the one who took the printout, cut out cardboard, uh, picture of Kamala down to the border. What's her name? She's friends with Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I always tend to forget her name. We've had her on the show. She's a black-haired little girl with the glasses. Not little, Deanna, but she's short. Deanna Lorraine? No, no. Uh, I can't think of her name, but I think she was from Colorado, if anybody in the audience can help me out there. But why not get a prayer group together? Why not do a GOP prayer night for everyone that's in Afghanistan? Because in my opinion, prayer works. Prayer works. Conservatives believe in prayer. Bobert. That's who I'm talking about. Bobert. Thank you, Brenda Hicks. Um, But why not start Scott Pressler? Why not say, guys, we're going to join together one night. We're going to do a virtual online prayer. We're going to, to do it together. Everybody join. Let's have all of our conservative movement join. And let's make this happen. Why aren't we doing things like that, Brian? That would be huge. That's what the Democrats would do. The outreach sucks. I, I, I don't, I, you know, it's it's beyond me. I, I don't know what other Wouldn't than that be maybe a beautiful thing. Getting your campaigns get ramped up. I don't know what the Democrats are. are <laughs> Republicans, Democrats, whatever. That's all I wanted right? to say. I mean, but, but, I mean, couldn't you get all these people to come together? The whole entire the huge. GOP? You yeah, could do it right there on the floor of the House or to do it right, right outside yes, of Congress. Just like they did for uh, George Floyd. Let's get into the floor. Let's go. Let's pray for the Afghanis that are over there, the SIVs, the the Americans that are over there. Let's get on the floor of the House. Let's get in Congress, and let's pray on the Capitol steps all together, live stream it, and let's do this. Not because we want the votes, but because prayer works. Right. Not only that, but you you are literally making a difference, and you're, you're showing the people what what you what what you stand for and that you right. stand for the opposite of what this administration is doing right so i mean you kill two birds yeah. with one stone i mean you're you're showing people who you are you're you're actually physically doing something and you're getting out in the public and doing it and yeah. then for god's sakes we're praying at church every sunday and stopping service just to pray for these things correct you guys should be doing that too that's your face that's your face is americans Where are who you? love to pray Mark- Marjorie Taylor Greene, where are you? Madison Cawthorn, where are you? Scott Pressler, I'm not calling you guys out because I dislike you. I I love everything that you guys are doing, but let's get it done. This is what the Democrats would have done, but let's do it with heart. Let's do it with soul, and let's mean it. Right. You have got to get better at this. I'm pushing more for the elected officials. I know Scott's not an elected official. He just kind of helps out to to rally the troops. He has a lot of power with it. But for sure, uh, Ted Cruz, I know Rand Paul came out, but he's blasting about the vaccines and stuff like that and whatnot. We'll get to that. But I mean, that's fantastic. But at this point, um, do something. Yeah, Lindsey Graham, this Jim, Jordan, Jim Jordan, Kennedy. I mean, it's great that Kennedy can get on, you know, Judge Judge Jeanine and say, hey, this is worse than a piece of chicken that's moldy on a hot southern day. I love his analogies, you know, whenever he does all those funny analogies. But come on. 
let's get off Fox News and let's do something for your movement and let's pray for these people in Afghanistan. That's how I feel about it. GOP, get off your lazy butts. Something needs to be done for sure. Uh, One last clip that we got here uh, about the airports uh, and the gates at the airports. Uh, They've also, this is the Americans, have closed all the gates access. There is no access to uh, the airport at the the moment except through one uh, British access point called Camp Barron, which is on the outskirts of the airport where people are processed there and then uh, moved into the airport once uh, they've been cleared to fly out. Now, that has been the case now for many hours. Did you see that as he walked across the street? That's a shoulder-fired rocket, the missile that he's he's just walking down the street with it. Those are the missiles that they could just willy-nilly just launch at a C-17 that's taken off, launch at any kind of aircraft that's taken off. The last thing that we need is for the Taliban to have a successful uh, takedown of a cargo aircraft uh, full of people. You can't right. do that. And when I was talking about logistical nightmare and this being a complete quagmire, is that you can't risk your aircraft. I know people in human lives are absolutely precious. I understand that. But but you can't risk putting those people on the aircraft and having that aircraft explode right there on camera because everybody's filming it. Oh, no. Mm-mm. That would be the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen. <sighs> I will tell you the worst thing so far, Brian, I have to say this is what I saw over the weekend with the Taliban. I'm saying it like Joe Taliban. It's Taliban in my opinion, but uh, holding their flag up and uh, mocking our, our veterans. Did you see that picture? Yeah. 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 We, we, that, we didn't, yeah, we didn't lose. We walked away. You guys didn't win anything. That Joe was Biden disgusting. That is that is going to be whoever runs in 2024 against Joe. All they have to do is put that picture up. I mean, Joe is toast in 2024 if he even makes it that far. And whoever else the Democrat candidate is, they're toast as well. And that's just how it goes. You you make your bed, you're going to have to lay in it. And what you have done to these Americans and Afghanis is disgusting. Yeah, no, it's uh, reprehensible. Yeah, yeah. So sure. uh, if you know a Democrat, just let them know. Say. How you feel about this now? Anyways. Well, yeah. So uh, as we're going to round out, I, I definitely did. I know we had a couple other things on DACA, but I definitely did want to uh, talk about the vaccine issues and things like going on on that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about well. health, uh, we can just talk yeah. about never quit water real quick. Uh, if you guys are concerned about your water, maybe you have city water. Uh, I would never drink city water. I'm always afraid that somebody could do something to it. Um, yeah, they you never, can. Know. Yeah, they you never know. And if have you ever <laughs> tested your water? There's some disgusting things in there. Don't forget that frogs are changing from male to female because of all the yep. prescription drugs that have been dumped into the water. Uh, so even though you think you're drinking maybe healthy bottled water when tested for chemicals, they're reacting high to it. And don't forget what plastic does whenever water's heated up in plastic, it actually changes the molecules of the water. Uh, And when plastic's heated, obviously it causes cancer because it's been proven they've taken that off the market and tell you not to heat up food in the microwave in plastic. Well, never quit water isn't held in plastic. It actually uh, takes your water and runs a line through your faucet and you can have different types of waters. In fact, seven types of pH waters that are safe for your home. Maybe you want to clean with it. It actually like electrocutes it in in a way. It uses electricity, but it's safe for you. Uh, But it changes how the water runs. You can use strong acetic water to wash off your fruits and vegetables, Brian, so that way there's no chemicals on them, up to drinking water with a little bit of higher pH. Because as you know, more uh, alkaline in your body makes it a healthy body for you. You can get payments as low as $45 a month. Some have zero interest payments. There's no credit checks. This is a great Christmas gift. So you can order it now. And you can get payments as low as $45 a month. And uh, you have it ready for your wife, your husband, or maybe your daughter. Maybe you have grandkids that you know live in inner, you know, into the cities that don't have the best drinking water. This will help them out. They'll love the taste of it. The taste is actually delicious. But go to neverquitwater.com. And uh, from there, you'll just fill out the, uh, I guess, the email address and name. And he contacts you right back. So make sure you do that. Awesome. 
Um, speaking about health. Speaking about health, and I know it's been on the uh, news. Everybody has seen it on the news, and it's been uh, crazy. Man- mandatory vaccines, and we've also talked about this with other guests. Uh, well, it's not FDA approved. Not FDA approved. And I even said, I said, whether it is or not, I, and I was screaming to the hilltops, it's not FDA approved. And it is an experimental vaccine. And I quickly said, and even if the FDA does approve it, I do not approve uh, for my body what they're doing. And as we found out today, if you were WayneDupree.com or had the app, I know mm-hmm. Wayne uh, sent sent a link to, to us. Yes, FDA uh, has now given Pfizer a 100% approval Green light, and the article goes, setting up the stage for big corporate America to start implementing mandatory vaccines. Well, they've already announced New York City. You have to, New York City teachers, mandatory vaccines. You have to have your first shot, Brian, by September 27th. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There is no, or you can get COVID testing once a week or twice a week. Nope. It's you either have the vaccine or you are no longer a teacher in New York City. You are no longer a teacher. Also, the military- You can move to another state. Just don't vote Democrat when you come here. Yes, please do not. <laughs> it's it's your fault that... It's funny that you say that because my niece was over, remember, because she had said that she voted for Biden yeah. and she regrets it because she was under... She was living with a purple-haired, blue-haired woman at college. She was under duress. Yeah, she was she literally, the, her roommate had purple and blue hair and, and influenced her because she's young and she did what she did. So she's sitting on my couch and she says, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Should I just join a trade? Because my college is going to make us get the vaccine. Right. I said, well, yeah. you voted for this. This is what you wanted. No, I didn't. I said, you voted for Joe. This is what you wanted. And yeah. she was like, well, I don't want it anymore. I'm voting Trump next time around. Yeah. I said, I bet you're never, ever Democratic in your life. She's like, never again. She, I mean, these 18 year olds voted. Now they're seeing that they have to pay the consequences for it. And a lot of them are turning sour now and saying this stinks more than, than, than a barn. I am never voting Democrat again. She's serious about it. But you said that fights are got FDA approval, which I think is strange, Brian. Maybe you can help me understand this. Pfizer has a 43% efficiency rate. I know cancer drugs that were thrown off the market that had an 82% efficiency rate. And they said, nope, not good enough. Get, get it gone. And they're gone. Not only that, but in the article, they quoted a doctor as saying that uh, it has well been proven its efficacy. And uh, I'm like, it, it, it did what? It, it proved what? No, I'm, Here's the thing. How are people still? And as we go back to what you were saying, how are mm-hmm. people still getting COVID and dying that are vaccinated? How is that possible? Well, I believe that it was always Pfizer from the beginning. Remember how they lowballed uh, Johnson and Johnson and was like, oh, it causes blood clots, take it off the market. Right. And even Trump said that was the worst thing they could have done because the other ones caused blood clots just as much. Um, and then Moderna comes out just a few days ago and they're like, oh, we didn't realize heart inflammation in under 17 year olds is higher. Fights are this. It's always going to be fights are. This is the one that there's. There's ties to. Of course, it was going to be Pfizer. Someone in the chat says, Liam, Brian, why do you think Trump was pushing the poison vaccine? I asked my aunt the same question, and she said that she thinks that um, it's what he has to do. But if you listen to his words carefully, he says, do your own research and make it a personal choice. He's trying to tell you. That, and I'll also say, you got to take into account, he was born in 1946. And from 1946, 1964, there was a billion babies born. It's the baby boomers. Donald Trump's era, my parents' era, the baby boom era, uh, grew up and were uh, witnessed and watched and taught that the doctors could cure all as they saw polio. My dad actually had polio and survived it. Uh, But Mm -hmm. as they watched the polio vaccine, obviously be extremely successful to the point to where we don't have polio anymore, even in the country. And so they came out with a couple of odds and ends and and they were wildly successful. Uh, Now we have an entire generation of baby boomers and you can get mad at me all you want uh, that are literally living on medication. Absolutely. I I know one I said, if, if you change your diet, you can stop taking those and just laugh at me. 
I know y'all laugh. I know y'all laughing. My dad died at 59 from a stroke. And that's too uh, young. Wow, that's too 59, young. 59. 59. I never saw him exercise a day in his life. He wasn't heavy, though. Very good looking guy. If He died. And when I looked at him in his casket, he didn't have one single wrinkle, Brian. So it was hard to see that. He didn't have a wrinkle. Um, but it was the foods that he ate. He's Hungarian and Russian and he ate, you know, all the casing, hot dogs, kvassi, mashed potatoes. Uh, he didn't exercise and his sister never exercised. My aunt was younger whenever I was a kid. She never took us on walks. I remember that. Um, but I'm not bashing bacon folks, but if you're eating chorizo chorizo and bacon bacon every day, might, might want to take a walk. Right. But my mom goes through it too. She's also in that baby boomer generation and she eats great, but I'm like, you're not exercising. It's no different. It's no different than sitting on the couch and smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. You got to exercise more. She, it is sitting, sitting on the couch all day or smoking two packs of cigarettes is the exact same thing, Brian. So now she's like, I'm getting on the treadmill at least 60 minutes a day, you know, I'm doing this going forward. But yeah, you're right. That, that, that generation of taking three hospital, I mean, heart drugs, you know, a diabetes drug, a medicine for your cholesterol, a medicine for your, um, look at all the fight that we have now with the vaccine. And that is because half this country, if not more, have this, this belief that these doctors are supernatural. They're up on a pedestal somewhere. And I'm one to tell you right now, no, they're humans. They make mistakes. There are problems. That's why it's and, and I should be allowed in a free country to question the damn doctor. If I got questions, you know what? I got a little bit of discernment and a little bit of common sense. And I'm just telling you right now, this don't seem right. Well, don't you have to question why 87% of those in the ICU with COVID are obese? Oopsies. Because that's I mean, politically incorrect. Be You're not allowed to say audience. that. Am I right, audience? Doesn't there have to be a correlation to that? Well, 87% of right. people in the ICU are obese. You have now offended 87% of the people in the hospitals. You're not allowed to offend anybody anymore. Think about I, that. It, if it's we start not about in- offending. If you're obese right. and you're offended by it, that's not my fault. That's your right. fault. Right. <laughs> but I mean, look, we I'm not saying I'm the skinniest person in the world. I get it. Everybody needs to work on it. But what I'm saying is, why aren't our doctors and our scientists coming out and saying, okay, guys, we've got a problem. All the obese people are in the ICU. I looked at the kids that are in the ICU down in Florida, the ones that they're showing. Most of them are double chin, double neck, and they're having trouble breathing. I'm not making fun of them. I'm showing you for an example, and they're having trouble breathing, and they're all very heavy children. What are we doing here, you guys? And it wasn't me that that said this, but Joe Rogan said, why didn't we come out at the very beginning and tell everybody, if you're obese and you're a smoker and you get COVID, probably going to die. I mean, it's a lung problem. This smoking thing is out of control. Imagine coming up with or inventing a product today. Inventing a product today and your product will kill 300,000 people a year. McDonald's. Imagine being allowed to sell that. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> right. What I'm talking I mean, about RJ Reynolds. I'm talking about the big tobacco companies. Oh, sure, I, yeah. Hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of people die because and now it's not it's not emphysema. When I was growing up as a kid, it was emphysema. It's not mm-hmm. emphysema anymore. It's COPD. Thank you. Hey, he got COPD. That's why when people ask me, Leah, are you anti-vax? I I actually say to them, and I'm curious to see how the audience, our audience, feel about this. I really want to know your true honest opinion. I don't want Trump to influence you. I don't want your conservative movements to influence you. I want to know you from the heart and you from your brain. If you agree with me or not on this audience, Brian, and I want your opinion. I'm not anti-vax and I'll tell you why. I think that if you are obese, I am talking 150 to 200 pounds overweight, or you are a major smoker, or you're over the age of 70, that this virus may kill you. And you they're, may want to consider getting the vaccine yeah. because you have just as good of a chance. You've got a 50-50 with it. Which way do you want to go? <laughs> How many of you agree that, yeah, if you're over 70 or you're 200 pounds overweight, you might want to consider getting the vaccine? But but be careful. Be forewarned of the side effects. That's all. There there are some side effects that yeah. uh, are That's what problematic. I'm saying. Your body, your yeah. choice. But if you're over 200 pounds, you might want to choose... Right. 
and if now they're seven percent in the ICU. Right. If and 80% that, of, if 87% right. of blondes were in the ICU with COVID, I promise you, I'd be thinking twice about getting right. the to, shot. To, to, either that or dying in your hair. <laughs> well, that's right. Losing <laughs> right. If you lose weight, right. Yeah. So, and so now we've got the, the, the fear, the fear. They're selling the fear because the fear will control you. And for those of you who are believers in, in Jesus and Christ and you go to church, you understand that the, the fear cannot affect you. You've got to give that up mm -hmm. to God and let that go. And that's the only thing that helps me to get through all of this and all of their fear with the new Delta variant that's now airware. Yeah. And again, when a virus typically gets more contagious, that means it's getting less deadly, which means it's coming to one of those slower halts, which I hope I see. Xavier says not an mRNA vaccine that was made to kill you. I have to agree with one thing he says, not mRNA. If I if the 87% of blondes were dying in the ICU, I would go for the Johnson & Johnson. I'm not going anywhere near an mRNA well, but the, because there's just not enough studies. But I would have right. done the old-fashioned Johnson & Johnson. There's a new one coming out that's based out of Maryland that I saw. So far, everyone they've given it to didn't have a single side effect and has no mRNA in it. I will get you guys that information if you want it. Um, and it's just right down the road in Maryland uh, at one of the research groups, at one of the labs. And it looks really promising. I've been studying it. They're completely anti-political. Uh, and it looks like there's been no side effects. They've been testing it now for close to a year, but they're keeping it quiet, Brian, because they want to take it the long stretch. They want to have a long sure. stretch. And I respect a company that's willing to do that. So we'll have to wait and see for that one. Yeah. Um, I'm just bad but feelings. MRNA, towards, mm. yeah, bad feelings towards uh, Pfizer uh, uh, actually getting FDA approval. Folks that came down. I read the article this morning. Um, it, it, Reading the article was like listening to Joe Biden speak, and it was really oh, that, frustrating. Isn't it sad? Yeah. Isn't it sad? So uh, Rand Paul over the weekend joined Tucker Carlson and had this to say about the Delta variant and the scare. But right now, they're going back to masks saying it's the Delta variant. Well, there's one large study out of England from Public Health England, 92,000 patients. And do you know how many people died in the vaccinated wing of this under age 50? Zero. Do you know how many people died? There were 52,000 people unvaccinated. Do you know how many people died? Six. That works out to 0.08% less than the flu. That's under age 50. Over age 50, it was about half as many people died as were dying last year. So the Delta variant is more transmissible but less deadly. But if you say that, Facebook will take you down. They'll chastise you, take away your birthday, and say you're spreading mistruth. But it's absolutely factual. The Delta variant is more transmissible, but far less deadly than the virus from last. Yes, it is. And that actually can be more dangerous. I want you to know that typically a deadlier virus is actually safer than a more contagious virus because the more contagious virus gets to those and will pick them off as they say. And that's what we're seeing here. That's why we are seeing such an uproar in cases, but not a lot of people dying is because it is getting more contagious. So you're going to have a ton of people in the ICU because it's so contagious. Uh, but you're going to see it become less potent. I just want to bring up one thing and it has to uh, talk about your state, uh, Brian, Kettering Health. I love Kettering Health. I want everybody to send a thank you card to Kettering. I'm serious, audience. Send a thank you card to Kettering Health. You need to be talking about them and you need to be praising them. Kettering Health said that all of now listen before listen to the whole story kettering health said that all their doctors and nurses have to be vaccinated right but there's one catch if you have previous covid infection and you have immunity and you can prove that you have the antibodies by just getting a simple antibody test and if you guys want one too you can get one it's called a semi-quant you're going to ask your doctor for a semi-quant antibody test. It'll show you how many antibodies you have. If you can prove that you've had the antibodies, you're considered vaccine passport immune at Kettering Health now. You do not have to get the vaccine if you are a COVID survivor. That is one step, step in the right, right direction because we're all going to get right. this. Right. We're all going to get this virus. Yeah. It's just like, Those, right. It's just like everybody's had the flu at one point in time. Right. It just happens. Those that have already had COVID are showing antibodies, some even higher than those that have had Moderna or Pfizer or Johnson Johnson. These people need to be recognized. You can't tell the difference in their antibody blood work. If you had the vaccine and I didn't, and I gave you both of our antibodies, they don't even know how many antibodies protect you from the virus. They think it's just 0.8, Brian. 
Uh, that's it goes up to 2,500. Right. So as long as you just have one. the antibodies, you're protected. Right. It's more the T and B cells that you can't really tell in the bone marrow, which I'm seeing the T cells go up during uh, a natural infection where they're plateauing with the va- with the vaccine. So is natural immunity the best? Maybe. But right now we're seeing Ohio being the forefront of saying, hey, we're going to recognize natural immunity. If you've had COVID and you can prove every three months that you still have the antibodies, there's no need to take a vaccine. Yeah, coming out of the city of Cincinnati, where I live, um, in the University of Cincinnati, just a little north of downtown, in one square mile there are more hospitals than there are anywhere else I believe in the world, the University of Cincinnati has an extreme amount of hospitals, lots of nursing hospitals, uh, or lots of nursing programs that go into those hospitals, cutting edge technology coming out of the University of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And yesterday at two o'clock, the nurses uh, did a protest and took to the streets. Uh, they're uh, protesting against uh, mandatory vaccinations. Um, and they're not firing, they're not getting fired (laughs) for not taking the vaccine vaccine. They're being suspended for not taking the vaccine, which means they can't collect unemployment and they can't make money. The most evil way to punish somebody is to take their livelihood away from them uh, for, for, for what? Right. And so, uh, it prayers to the nurses and the front front line, uh, workers that, don't want the vaccine prayers for you stay strong um and i wanted to let everybody know if you're in the telegram group that um my pastor i asked him i said what can i do to protect my freedoms and what legally can i do and he sent me a small snippet like a paragraph and i dropped that in the telegram telegram group if you guys want this, just jump over there, Smith TV. It's there. All you have to do is plug in your name and your information. And real quick, this is how the letter goes. To whom it may concern, I'm writing this letter to declare an exemption to any mandate of the vaccine inoculation for COVID-19 by regions of conscious and religious objection. Each of the COVID vaccines that are now being offered violate deeply held religious beliefs and spiritual truths by means of their use of aborted fetal tissue and the development of each one of these vaccines. As an example of this process, each of these COVID vaccines were created from a protein testing using aborted derived cell line, HEK293, to be vaccinated by these reprehensible vaccines would be a criminal violation of my religious freedoms and implicate myself in this horrid practice and offend my precious faith, which is protected by the United States Constitution as well as international law. I therefore request this reasonable accommodation of my beliefs as I truly wish to continue to be a good employee and a team member. Thank you. Wow. Your preacher wrote that? Your pastor? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's very well written. And that would make you religiously exempt. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think the New York Teachers Union is taking exemptions. Can you imagine that? I mean, again, uh, here's the sad part, guys. Ryan's already had COVID, so he already has antibodies. So really, he shouldn't even need this test. And I want to make this very clear to everybody. If you have a nurse or doctor that you know, they need to go get their antibody semi-quant test. I want everybody in the audience to call their doctor today and ask their doctor for a semi-quant test. It doesn't have to be a big deal. You can ask the nurse or the secretary that answers the phone. Say, hey, you know, when I, was, I wasn't feeling so well a couple months ago, I just want to see what my antibodies are. Can you just send me over a semi-quant test? Tell them that your lab core said it's called a semi-quant test. And you just want to know your antibody levels. Everybody should know their antibody levels before they get the vaccine or after they get the vaccine. You just should know it. Okay. The first time I had it, I had no clue. I wasn't sure if it was COVID or not. I argued with them that it was. This was back in January when it first came out. Got the antibody test, had it. Got COVID again in November. Barely anything. I got a little sore. That's it. But the rest of the household had it. So that's how I knew I had it. Got an antibody test, had it again. Guys, get your semi-quant antibody test. Why aren't you doing this? It may save you from mandatory something down the road. Tell your family. Tell your nurses and doctors. Get it. They should already have it. Why these nurses and doctors, Brian, aren't holding up their semi-quant antibody results are beyond me. Because they have to be told by the mainstream media to do it? Come on. 
Right. And, and, and don't contest. Yeah. And don't go dividing people in this more division of dividing people that are, uh, what was it? An epidemic of non-vaxxers. Now, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, just because yeah. you did it, don't, don't guilt me into doing it. I, right. Don't, don't worry right. about me. Worry about yourself and don't guilt me into anything else and leave it at yeah. that. Yeah. And why is it that we have to be unvaxxed and vaxxed? Why can't it be unimmune and immune? If you've had COVID, you're immune, right? I mean, isn't that what this is? How many people, I just want to end with the 7,700 people in Israel who's ahead of this. I will say this to him blue in the face, and then you all will go, oh yeah, Leah said that. Israel is ahead of the game with these vaccines. They're ahead of the game with health. They're the reason why we have some of the best uh, medicine out there in the world and test is because of Israel. Israel just did a study, 7,700 people with the Delta variant hospitalized 43% of them, Brian vaccinated 57% of them unvaccinated 1% reinfection. Don't use the Kentucky study. There were 300 no. people use that study. And there's your answer. My last thought, uh, Naomi Wolf, a Democrat, uh, made head wave and, did a viral video on the vaccine passports or whatnot along with the great information Israel has done has also come the really awfulness of the vaccine passports. Um, I had to comment to her video and I said, well, the first problem, you're a Democrat. Second problem, second problem, the most dangerous thing in America is the Democrat party for truly true. You got to do something different folks. You can't keep doing the same thing. And prayers for Australia. I know Lindsay, our great listener um, and, and watcher, they're now shooting dogs to stop COVID. It's nonsense out there. Yep. Absolutely, folks. Uh, God bless each Say and every prayers. one of you. We will be back here at noon tomorrow. Once again, catch us money through Thursday and Friday evening on Sensor TV. Jump over to WayneDupree.com. Get the app at the App Store. Be there. Be square. See you later. Bye.